It's Tuesday, May 12, 2009. Obama abandons polar bears. The highest ski run in the world melted. Plus... When we go down deep through the dark today, we come up with a light for America. All of that and more straight ahead on the most scintillating six minutes in Green News Radio. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyle. And this is your Green News Report. Right here, she is still retaining her crown as Miss Green News Report, Desi Doyen with today's headlines. The Obama administration has let stand a last-minute Bush administration midnight regulation regarding polar bears. The Bush administration had declared polar bears officially endangered six months ago because its habitat is melting from rising global temperatures. But in its final weeks, Bush approved a special rule that forbids federal agencies from using the Endangered Species Act to restrict emissions of greenhouse gases or considering any other impact that could occur outside the bear's habitat uh, in the Arctic Circle. Now, now, this really kind of enrages me. Obama has let this one go has not challenged it? He has not challenged it. Interior Secretary Ken Salazar said, yes, the Obama administration recognizes the need to protect the polar bears, but he said, quote, the Endangered Species Act is not the proper mechanism for controlling the nation's emissions. They recognize it, but they ain't doing it. So they're, what they're saying here is that you can't consider issues outside of the uh, polar bears' habitats. Right. That's part of the Endangered Species Act. Now, industry representatives and Republicans in Congress had argued that without that special rule, any proposed project subject to government approval anywhere in the nation could face review of how its emissions might harm polar bears. Things like housing developments in Virginia or power plants in New Mexico could be considered and turned down because the Endangered Species Act would say it would harm polar bears. And so why shouldn't they be turned down if they would harm polar bears? Well, now a lot of people say that just too broad? They is say that, the Endangered Species Act is simply not the right venue, the right mechanism to control our emissions. They want Congress to create an actual legislative legislative framework instead of a patchwork across states. And also, you know, now this is one interesting thing. One environmental group, most of them, of course, criticize this, but one, the National Wildlife Federation, said that it was really actually too much of a burden for the Fish and Wildlife Service to police emissions. And it would fall, the burden would fall on all of these projects to be considered for approval, with the burden would fall on the Fish and Wildlife Sounds Service. Sounds like folks making excuses to me. So Congress should make a law, perhaps they could make a law saying we can consider things outside of the polar bear's habitat? Congress is considering climate change legislation and energy legislation, so it would fall under that, ideally. All right, I'm considering being ticked off. A Bolivian glacier estimated to be 18,000 years old took only 40 years to melt. An international team of scientists say the Chacaltaya Glacier in the Andes Mountains in Bolivia is now completely gone, 10 years faster than previously predicted. At over 17,000 feet, it is a primary source of drinking water for the region and had been billed as the world's highest ski run. And it's gone. It's gone. Well, there's about 600 feet left, but that's not much of a ski run. So the ski run is gone. More importantly, the water supply is gone? Well, it's not completely gone, but it is melting, and they're saying snowfall and precipitation have changed in and the area. And will it come back? Do these glaciers ever return once they've disappeared? Well, we're entering a global period of climate that we've never had before, so we don't know. Every year, the nation's coal-fired power plants generate over 100 million tons of toxic waste. And that waste gets stored in unlined, unregulated, unmonitored sludge ponds. Remember that one in Tennessee that burst its walls in December last year and destroyed hundreds of acres of land? And I water? do, and the sludge ponds are legal in and of themselves, yes, right? Yes, they but are. They, but they leak. Yes, that's, that's where the, the problem, problem is, okay. yeah. The Bush administration kept secret for five years a study that showed residents who live near these coal waste dumps are at increased risk of 
cancer from drinking water polluted by these coal ash impoundments. Oh ponds. man! So it leaks into the into the drinking water. Yes, it leaches into the drinking water over time because these ponds are un are unlined or improperly constructed so that they they leak. And and folks who knew who live by are, are at an increased risk. But Bush kept this secret. According to the Charleston Gazette, the study was undertaken by the Bush EPA in 2002, but the results were largely kept secret. The Obama administration released the study late last week. All right, score one for Obama on the sludge ponds, take one away on the polar bears. And just in time, the proponents of coal are launching a nationwide advertising campaign to promote their product. The American Coalition for Clean Coal Electricity is a front group for coal companies, and they've introduced their new online factuality tour of five coal-producing states. Not to be left behind, the West Virginia Coal Association is getting in on the action with some awesome new ringtones of their own, singing the praises of coal. West Virginia Coal gonna take you on a ride. Gonna yeah, they're gonna take, take you on a ride, all right. To the shore and countryside. Gonna let you work your magic and your power and I'm supposed to have this on my West cell phone? West Virginia Coal, you're on your way. Yeah, you're on your way. We go down deep through the dark today. We come How long is this gonna ring on my phone? Okay, all right, we got the idea. That's on my cell phone. These guys also did one uh, last Christmas, I believe, to celebrate some crap. Here we go. He's abundant here in America, and he helps our economy roll. All right. Rossi, the coal man's getting cleaner every Okay, day. no, he's, he's not. So that's what you get from the clean coal industry, the so-called clean coal industry. They will say anything, they will do anything to trick you into buying into their garbage. Much more on that at our website, greennews.bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. And this has been your Clean Green News Report. Coal is West Virginia.